Welcome to Shit My Soul Says, a podcast about all things woo. I'm Jillian. And I'm Rosalie. And we are obsessed with anything having to do with alternative spirituality. And we want to share our obsession with you. Because woo is fun, but it's more fun with friends. I'm a reincarnation coach and energy worker. And I'm a practicing witch. So we've been around the woo block a time or two. Mm-hmm. Each episode, we will be digging into a different topic, from tarot to third eyes to energy healing. We'll share our personal experiences and offer you practical advice for your own practice. So whether you're new to all of this or queen of the pagans, that's me, (laughs) everybody is welcome. No witch card needed. This is inclusive woo. We just want to laugh with you, learn with you, and talk about some woo shit with you. So let's do that. Let's talk about shit my soul says. So Jillian, is it time for the weekly woo? It's time for the weekly woo woo. (laughs) Yes, it is. I have to sing it. That's fine. I don't mind the singing. Good. You're getting it. (laughs) Yes, it's time for the weekly woo. Do you want me to ask you? I don't know. I just... (laughs) Rosalie, why don't you tell us what the weekly woo is? Oh, I'm so happy that you asked, Jillian. (laughs) (laughs) The weekly woo is the time in our episode when we talk about some woo shit that we have gotten up to over the past week. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, we are on point today. we're ready for it. (laughs) What is your weekly woo? So my weekly woo is very COVID related. So as you know, right now, we're in the time period of the COVID life where the vaccines are starting to roll out. Well, my father is in his late 70s. um, And he's been anxiously waiting to get his vaccine, right? He's been waiting a friggin year. He's been imprisoned in his house with all of his animals and one of the vaccine. So we were chatting. We chat every day because I've got to entertain him so he doesn't like run out into the world and get infected. So I keep him home by chatting with him every (laughs) night. And I was like, let's ask for help. Mm. Let's ask your mom because she loves you. And let's ask my mom because she was a nurse and she understands how all that works. And like, let's get them to get on it and like get you scheduled for your vaccine appointment. Mm -hmm. And my dad like bus is hard. Like he thinks I'm crazy as shit. But he's (laughs) like, whatever. He's like, sure. Okay. And um, that's not actually how he sounds, but we'll pretend like it is. <laughs> and and um, anyway, so so we put that out there. And would you not know it? But like, I think it was the next day that he's like, oh, well, wow. I got my vaccine appointment. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he said it as if like he didn't get any help from the other side. And I was just like, let's give <sighs> them a thank you. Yeah. A little bit of a thank you. Out. Yeah. Well, thank you to thank Jillian's. You ancestors yes thank you so much for getting my dad shot up (laughs) what's your weekly woo rosalie oh thank you for asking Mm -hmm. (laughs) i could talk about myself for another hour but i thought i'd share the stage oh that's kind of you so narrowing down my weekly woo today has actually been really tricky because i've had a lot of woo things going on in my life yeah but the one that i'm kind of most excited to talk about is that I have been developing my own tarot layout 
for past life reading. Yay! I love it! And I, so I've been working on this, like I've, I've been in the flow, I've just, it feels like there's stuff coming at me from outside of myself. And it's a process like this whole set getting it set up to be exactly right so that the information that needs to come through comes through. And yesterday I did the first reading for myself. I wanted to be the first one to kind nice. of test it out yes. and just see what was what. And I was kind of expecting like, okay, well, it's going to be really vague. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what to expect. But okay. I, I wasn't expecting what I got, which was so specific. I want to hear about this. <laughs> and I know that you also got a deck, too, that's all about yes. past life. Yeah, like, and that was... Yes, and that deck is the one that I use. And what's the name of that deck? It is the Cosmovisions Oracle. Okay. So tell me about your reading. I want to hear it. Well, so, like I said, I was expecting it to be really vague. And it started off where it was like, oh, you lived in a time of war. And I was like, okay, it was a world war. Just instantly I knew. Mm-hmm. It was like... World War One, maybe, but I'm feeling more World War Two, And it got to like, I knew who my, well, not who specifically, but I knew what kind of man my husband was. I knew that I didn't have any children, but I was Catholic and I was relieved that I didn't have any children because I had seen all of the struggles that my mother and grandmother had been through as Catholics and having lots and lots of babies. And I was a workaholic, not that I had like a job, but I had to be going all the time, just Mm. go, 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 because the silence of not moving all the time made me think about myself too much. Mm. And I became a nurse in the war. Okay. Who mostly did the night shift. (laughs) Like I told you, it was really specific. And I I didn't have any of my soul peeps in that lifetime. Mm. Which is really interesting because I know you and one of my bestie best friends, mm-hmm. Ella, both believe that you were Jewish during World War II yeah. and were in the concentration camps. camps. Mm-hmm. And I've never felt that way. I was like, well, why when these two people who I know were my soulmates had this experience, why didn't I? And it's like, well, because you weren't with them in that lifetime. You said, fuck, no, I'm not going through that shit. <laughs> I guess so. Instead, I, you know, went through the the trauma of being a nurse, which is yeah. not anywhere near as bad. No. And I died in a bombing. Oh, so you're probably like in England. Well, so that was my first thought. But then the Catholic thing kind of... Well, there are Catholics in England. Yeah, but they're not as many as in, say, France. True. But yeah, I was thinking like the London Blitz, but the Blitzkrieg happened in lots of different countries. That's true. So I don't know for sure what country it was, but I definitely was European and pretty miserable for most of the life. The thing that I feel is really important in this reading is that there is a lesson. What did you not learn in that lifetime that is yes. still affecting you today? Yeah. And the what I had learned in that or what I had not learned in that lifetime was that I needed to follow my passions. Nice. And that that was the most important thing for me to be focusing on at this point in my life right now. Well, yeah, it's a it's a little spot on right there. Yeah. Well, and I mean, there's a certain element of like, well, but it's my life, so I know. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, it definitely, the whole thing was just, it was so clear to me. Everything came just amazingly well. And so I'm looking forward to finishing fine tuning it and offering it as something that people can work with me on. Yeah, I want to do that. Duh. 
<laughs> I know. Like, hello. Yeah, you're, of course, going to get a reading. Perfect. Good. I'm ready. <laughs> and I'll tell you. I'll be like, mm-hmm, yes, this happened. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know either. We'll find out. Well, I'm excited. That's awesome. Yeah, so... That's my weekly woo. That was a great weekly woo. Thank you. Hmm. Okay, so I want to do a couple of announcements before we get into our very exciting topic of crystals. And the first announcement that I want to make is that this is our 10th episode. Yay! Yay! And that's exciting for us. The other thing that I wanted to bring up is that we have now what what's called a Kofi page. Yes. So that is a place where you can contribute funds to our podcast so that we can keep making episodes. And the great thing about it is you can be a regular monthly subscriber if you want to and get like mm-hmm. a lot of delicious things. Or if that's not your thing, totally cool. And you can just do a one-time um, donation as well mm-hmm. and still get some pretty cool things. Yes. Um, yeah, and help us raise funds to do things like one of the things we're working on right now is getting a new logo. So we've got a campaign specifically for that going on. To donate any amount, again, you can do it as a subscription, so is a recurring monthly payment, or as a one-time amount, go to Kofi. That's K-O dash F-I dot com slash shit my Yes. There's also links on our website, shitmysoulsesspodcast.com. Okay, so now that I've taken care of the announcements. You've announced things. So let's talk about our topic, which is crystals today. We're going to talk about crystals. Crystals. It's ghost time with crystals again. So, (laughs) (laughs) Rosalie, why don't you tell us what crystals are and what the heck we're going to be talking about today? Sure. Crystals are rocks. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) but they're pretty rocks they're usually shiny and pretty and they come in lots of different colors and the reason that they are something we're talking about now is because people who are into the woo community no matter what kind of person they are have a tendency to gravitate towards using crystals because they have different magical or energetic or healing properties yes yeah, it's funny because it is true that I got into, you say that, like people in the woo community are into crystals. And I remember getting into them when I was a teenager, the same time I was getting into all the rest of this shenanigan spirituality <laughs> stuff. And there was a candle. I have no idea how I got this, but it was really cool. It was a candle. And as you burned it down, it released crystals that had been embedded within the candle. So it was like a little present. Every time I lit the candle, (laughs) I got a little tiger's eye, got a little quartz. And uh, yeah, I started my collection having some crystals that way and learning about them and what they did and what they Mm -hmm. meant. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't get into crystals until I was much older, even though I had been in the woo world for quite a while. Mm. And it's not that I didn't like them. It was that I felt... I, I, there was there was a pretty big monetary barrier. Yeah. You can get really cheap crystals, but I was the sort of person, and I still am. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Who's like, but why would I get a $1 one if there's a $100 one out there? <laughs> if there's a Kickstarter for crystals, you're going to sign up for it. Maybe. Yeah, at one point I I had so many, like I had a huge amount and I would like 
in my life move from place to place to place with this huge amount of rocks. <laughs> well, like I didn't do anything with. Right. But then I'm also like a purger. I like to get rid of things. So at one point I just donated all of this like, huge amount of crystals. I just, because oh. I wasn't into spirituality at the time. Yeah. And I was like, what am I doing with these? This is just sitting in a bag. So somebody out there got all of these amazing <laughs> crystals. I did go through and like save to the ones that particularly resonated with me and that I loved. Oh, that's good. Well, maybe somebody out there needed them more than I did. That's right. And it's it's actually funny because my husband set up a workstation at our kitchen table and his office chair from his old work is there and it's really comfortable. <laughs> and normally I do my work on the couch. Because that's my house is tiny, but he was gone for a part of yesterday and I sat in his chair and I worked on my tarot reading, my past life reading. And my husband came back and he was like, oh, I can see you were using my workstation. And I was like, how can you tell? He's like, uh, there are crystals everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> is it like you just poop them out around you? Like <laughs> What? <laughs> You weren't conscious of having crystals or what? Like little crystal babies emanating from your pores? I have this big obsidian tower and it's big and it's heavy and it's beautiful. And obsidian is something, it's a stone that really resonates with me as far as divination goes. So I put that stone to the side of where I was doing my work. And then I also threw an amethyst in because that's my favorite. It's a good one. And it felt like a stone that sort of worked for me, right? It's my birthstone. It's beautiful. And that way it kind of helped to focus the reading on me in particular. And the the table that I use, it's black. So there was this black crystal on a black table. <laughs> and I just kind of forgot it was there. <laughs> <laughs> just became part of your experience. That's right. And also the table is really cluttered. So it's pretty easy to lose things on it. Where's your Virgo? Not active right now. Yeah, exactly. Well, I hear you. I got into crystals. <clears throat> I got my candle. And I was also, you know, at the time learning a lot about paganism and spells. And they talk a lot about different stones that have different properties to them mm -hmm. that you can use in a spell. So we'll dig into that too in a little bit about like what some of the different properties are. But the idea is that depending on the stone it's going to resonate at a particular frequency or it's going to have a particular quality that you can then draw on. Like it's holding or storing that power. Right. That's pretty much how I got into them as well. It was kind of, it for me, it was more of a jewelry thing. Mm. So I like semi-precious stones in my jewelry. I always have. And so it's like, I want to have an amethyst or a moonstone or whatever. And so I found that there was a lot of really, really, really expensive jewelry out there, but the stones themselves could be obtained for much cheaper. So I got a whole bunch and I started doing beading mm. with semi-precious stones. And I was really into that for a long time. And I still have a lot of the beads, although I don't really do that as much anymore. But I was, I loved kind of getting to tinker with like, oh, okay, if I want a necklace that's good for this, then I should combine this, this, and this. So I have like my, ooh, spirituality necklace, and it's <laughs> moonstone and amethyst and hematite. And it's like, oh, I have a protection necklace. And Again, we've got ghosts. <laughs> we've got ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think that there's part of me that's like, maybe we should have a ghost episode in April. I guess so. <laughs> it's calling out from your soul. Yeah, so like a protection necklace with tiger's eye and bone and garnet. And so just different types of... It's like little recipes. It's like little recipes, yes. I love that. I am not a kitchen witch, but I can be a jewelry witch. I can Mm. create recipes for spells and other things. But then COVID hit, I got a really bad case of retail therapy happening. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I got super into buying crystals from my favorite local store. It's woopdx.com. We love them. We love them. And the owner was started doing live sales from a crystal warehouse. And so I started just buying up these crystals and more crystals and more crystals. And it was like, oh, I need more. I need spheres. It was like this thing was like, I need spheres and more spheres and obsidian. I need this obsidian mm. tower. And anyway, so now I have a rather sizable collection <laughs> of <laughs> crystal spheres. And to be perfectly honest, I don't 100% know what I'm going to do with them. <laughs> well, that was my thing. I had all these stones and I'm like, what the heck am I doing? I just, it's not like I cast spells all the time or anything. <laughs> Well, yeah. And when I do cast spells, it's usually very like chill and not a big ritual. And it's just sort of like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna do blah. And then I just put the intention out there to manifest it. You know what I do like to do, though? What I like to do is I like to keep one in my pocket, like Mm. an amethyst or rose quartz. So rose quartz is really good for like the heart. Right. And love. So it's kind of nice to just have that if you need to have a little love in your life, just to have that in your pocket and rub it and remember that you're loved by somebody out there. Or amethyst is just a general all around good stone. Yeah, it's a very calming stone. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're prone to anxiety, it's a really useful stone to have on your person. Yeah. So that's good. And I also put together like a little, a little bag, a little Mm -hmm. bag of different stones. And I really just pick them by what resonates with me like what calls me or gets me excited as opposed to like thinking about like I need this color and this stone just like oh I like this one it resonates with me on some level and then I like to just have it in my pocket and fiddle with it it's like a little fidget thing like a fidget spinner but it's a crystal instead I love it Uh, One of the things I like about stones is that they do store energy. So I think of it as like magical energy as opposed to electricity, although some of them are conductors of electrical energy. What I like is that you can place them in certain locations and have them be a focal point that you don't have to think about. I have a story. Oh, tell me. (laughs) (laughs) This is like, when I was thinking about like funny crystal stories, this is the one that kind of came to mind. So my mother, I've mentioned her in previous episodes, she's a dabbler. She liked Mm -hmm. to dabble in things, but she was never like really into like woo too much, right? Right. Not really. And, And was definitely kind of a little bit more of a grounded, practical kind of a person. Mm -hmm. Well, she got a gift as uh, to have a massage. So she Mm -hmm. went, I was like, great. So she went, so she tells me that she comes back from her massage and she tells me about this experience. She goes in there for her massage, lays down and the, the massage therapist 
put crystals on the different chakra points of her body, mm. which of course my mom's telling me about this. And I'm like, well, that sounds like cool to me. But like, I know my mom, like she's, <laughs> she's not like, this is right. not her thing. And she's just like, but she's trying to play along, right? She's mm-hmm. like, okay, she's putting rocks on my body. I don't know why, but okay. <laughs> and then the woman comes around and mom's like, all chill and relaxed, right? And the woman then puts her hand on the stone and says, activate. <laughs> And my mom's like trying not to lose it. She's just like, I am not down with this shit. I'm like, shouldn't that have been like consensual? Shouldn't she have been like, is it okay if I activate stones on your body, on your naked body? I I would have died laughing. And I'm somebody who loves crystals. Yes. So my mom, and I'm like imagining my mom. I'm like, mom, this is not your scene getting activated crystals on your body. But, you know, she survived it. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I don't know. I'm sure it probably helped her chakras. but it probably did. Activate. Activate. <laughs> and. That is something that I think is kind of an interesting thing about crystals is that some of them do resonate with certain chakras better Mm -hmm. than others. And I don't know why that is other than it's like a frequency thing, which is as scientific as I'm getting in this episode. It's a frequency thing. It's a frequency thing. (laughs) Figure it out, people. (laughs) Yeah, so... For whatever reason, certain crystals go really well with certain chakras and and you can use those to help cleanse your chakras or mm-hmm. energize your chakras. So like you can certainly give yourself a little cleansing, a little boost with various crystals. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go into what they are because one, I don't know them. And two, you can Google it. I think so. I did do a little retail therapy myself for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I like to get myself my own Christmas gifts. That's nice. You know, why not? And I got myself, and I'll find it, and I'll link to it in the show notes, this really nice, actually, little box of crystals. And I actually have a couple of them here with me, and only Rosalie can see it. So (laughs) two fucking bad people out in the world. (laughs) Those are sizable. I was thinking like tiny little tumbles, but no, no, those are big. I know, they're really big. There's this cute little box, and in it they had, it had one for every color, and then it had a large rose quartz, and then it also has this like pendulum thingy too that's like multiple colors red. And I think it was for the chakras because it even came with the thing about how to use it for each one of your chakras. Yeah, the one that that, uh, the pendulum with the different colors is a chakra pendulum specifically. Yes, it's pretty cool. I haven't used it on my chakras. But what I have done is I created this little bookshelf on my shelving unit. And I just have them all laid out. And I just I like having things in rainbow color. I reorganized my books. And that's what I did for the pandemic. I rainbow colored my (laughs) bookshelf and now I've got like little rainbow or ordered crystals and so that it gives me like some peace when I come home and put my keys down like oh there are my there's my rainbow colored crystals oh I love it Mm -hmm. I felt like I was like oh I didn't really get any crystals and I just turned to right behind me and I was like I didn't have any crystals next to me (laughs) can you see that it's yeah it's like the size of a head yeah yep (laughs) it's like i don't have any crystals only a gigantic head sized is it what what kind of a oh it's a is it like a geode it's It's, huge what is it so this is like a quartz geode with lots of little points in it 
Mm, you could put some dip in that. It's a little bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the only problem is that the, it would be really hard to clean. Yeah, it would be. Like, it's, I have to use like one of those dust cleaners for your mm. keyboard <laughs> to clean the dust up from in between the little like nooks and crannies. But let's talk about how you clean crystals energetically. Oh, that's a great idea. That's a good little segue. Because you right. can do that. Yeah. And so I think it's important to first say, why would you clean a crystal energetically? What's the point? Why would you clean a crystal energetically? What's the point, Rosalie? <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> I'm so glad I did too. <laughs> so like we talked about, crystals can store energy. And that includes negative energy, or energy that might not be in Yours. alignment with what you want to be doing or might not be your energy. Mm -hmm. So there's several different ways of cleansing crystals. Do you have any favorites or do you want me to just start spitting them out? <laughs> well, I think my two go-to is like soaking them in salt water, which I never do, but I think I did <laughs> once upon a time. My favorite is actually putting it in the sun. And that's mm -hmm. more of a charging, but I think it does some cleansing as well. Oh, absolutely. The sun is a very, very cleansing, powerful thing. I was going to say entity, but the sun is not an entity. No. It's just a celestial body, I guess. It's a force. It is it's a, a force. force of nature. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's several different ways. Like, like you said, there's salt water. There's burying them in dirt. Like, oh. so cleansing them in the earth. Planting them. That's right. There's also just putting them in a bowl of salt, mm -hmm. right? So you, mm -hmm. there doesn't have to be any water involved. Putting them in the sun, putting them in the moon. You can also smoke cleanse them. You could probably, you could, I think you can do like spritz cleanses, like anything that you would do to cleanse a space or yourself, you could do with a crystal. And then my favorite is actually, there's a crystal called selenite. It, it has a very pure feeling to it. And that I have like a charging plate and you just put your crystals on it and it actually cleanses. Oh, just, nice. It's a crystal that cleanses other stuff in it. For some reason, I've never noticed it getting gunky itself. It's like a dishwasher crystal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, periodically, you know, I do cleanse it anyway. But uh, the one thing I would say is that some crystals should not be cleansed in certain ways. Oh. So like selenite, for instance, should not be cleansed in salt water because it will dissolve it. Oh, don't do that. It takes a little bit, right? But you, you want to be cautious. So you just want to make sure that whatever method you use is one that works for your stone. So I would say be lazy and put it in the sunshine. That's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> just be lazy because it doesn't take any extra tools or anything. And I would say be lazy, just stick it on selenite. But sunshine is free and readily available. Unless you're in Portland, Oregon. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> in which case, you better not have any negative energy going on in your house in the wintertime. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so cleansing, cleansing them just kind of gives them a nice refresh. It gets rid of any negative energy, any energy that you don't want in it. And then you can use it for whatever purpose that you want to use it for. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked earlier about like different stones have different properties or they do different things. Um, that's kind of what we learned about. And I have kind of a down and dirty. No, you can look it up. There are books. There's lots of stuff on the mm -hmm. internet. But generally, you kind of find that if you go by the color, you're going to be pretty close, right? Mm -hmm. So like black stones tend to be very protective mm -hmm. and kind of banishing as well, like protective. 
Um, red tend to be about power and energizing. Orange, this is my story, and Rosalie, disagree with me if you like. <laughs> oh, I uh, will if I do. <laughs> good. I know you will. I can count on you. Orange, uh, for me, tends to be very much about like confidence, courage. Yellow, also kind of, I don't know, confidence, also just like happiness, you know, mellow yellow. <laughs> I also feel like it's a really good communication stone. Yes, you have a communication. Thank you. Green healing and also um, prosperity too, if, you know, mm-hmm. if that resonates with you. But ten- typically if you're doing like money spells or money stuff, green stones are good. Same with healing. Like malachite is a good one for healing. Blue is good for like calm and also intuition. Thinking is what I think about blue. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little bit fuzzier as we get to the end of this. And then purple, because <laughs> I usually just focus on like the red and the orange and the green. <laughs> sorry, I go with my stones. Pink also, sorry, pink is like love, love. Mm-hmm. So rose quartz, pink, love. Um, yeah, and purple is good for like spirituality and other good shit. <laughs> Amethyst is like a go-to. Amethyst, like if you don't know anything about any stones, you get yourself an amethyst and you get yourself a crystal quartz. Like those are your two basic go-to stones. Yes. My, I, and rose quartz too is your third one. Yeah. And then something to ground. So like hematite. Mm. <laughs> and then you want something for your prosperity. And then you want something for this. <laughs> oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> yeah. With the big obsidian or onyx or whatever tower. <laughs> It's almost like a full foot high, Jillian. Oh it's my enormous. Goodness. I could not. I would. It would drive me crazy having all of that stuff around me. <laughs> yes, but you are more of a Marie Kondo, and I'm yes. more of a clutter queen. It's <laughs> a really good thing we don't live together. <laughs> oh my god, I would hate you if we lived together, and I would hate you. So it's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what else do you want to say about that? Colors and properties and frequencies and that sort of oh, thing. Oh, sure. So as far as the function or the the energetic properties of a crystal, I say it's always helpful to look it up and you're going to find like any given crystal is going to have like 15 different things listed that it's good for. And different websites and different books have different explanations and different thoughts. So what I tend to go with is I try to find a source that feels reliable to me. And I use my intuition for that typically. But then I also feel what the crystal feels like to me, Mm. which is easy for me. It's not as easy for other people. But if you're looking at something and you're like, green does not feel like money, red feels like money, you know, because there's there are cultural differences too. you know, like red in Mm -hmm. China is a much more prosperity focused color. Yes. So if you're looking at a stone and you're like, it doesn't that what I'm reading does not make sense to me. That's fine. Who cares? You do your woo. Right. If a crystal says, oh, I am a protective stone. It is protective for you. Yeah, so kind of going back to what we talked about in our magic shit episode. For me, crystals are a great tool to help you channel and focus your own internal personal energy force. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, if something resonates with you, at a, like, like this resonates with me being money, even though it's yellow, then that is great because that helps you tune into your energy and put it out into the world. Right. And... 
you know, the other thing is, too, that metals kind of fall under the category of crystals. So like gold and silver and copper, Mm. those can be used in the same ways that crystals are used. So if you want lots of energy, use some copper, right? Because that is such a good conductor. Mm. And if you want prosperity, think about gold. That's Mm -hmm. been a prosperity metal for so much of humanity that that's still a good way to to use it. And silver is really great for intuition. Yes, because it's like the color of the moon, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And the moon, for those of you who don't know, is more of an intuition force. Yes. It's secrets and intuition and psychic powers. Yeah. The hidden. Yes. The sun is all about like the bright. And then the moon is, I, I, we need to do video so people can see like me talking with my hands too. And I do sound effects. This is how I communicate all the time. Anyway, so the sun is like, and the moon is like, woo. Right? The moon is very woo. But not ghost woo. Not ghost woo. It can be ghost woo. But it isn't now. But everything can be ghost woo, Julia. Apparently in your world, Rosalie, everything is ghost woo. (laughs) What are practical uses that you have found for crystals, if anything? I don't know. (laughs) Okay, well, Rosalie, what are some practical uses you found? (laughs) For me, one, they're pretty. They are pretty. And so you can decorate with them. Two, like I said, you can use them to sort of anchor energies in different places. Three, you can use them to make yourself feel in a particular way. Mm -hmm. Like a rose quartz is going to help you with self-love or potentially with magic for for Mm -hmm. finding romantic love. Mm -hmm. One thing that is really, really common, and, you know, I think we should discuss this a little bit, is uh, healing. So using crystals for healing. Yes. And in fact, if you Google crystals, you'll find crystal healing is the big thing people tend to focus upon. Right. What are what are your thoughts on using crystals for so healing? So my thoughts, I'm very chakra oriented, and I know we need to do our chakra episode. So for me, healing is very much about um, like if a chakra is out of balance, you'll have maybe health issues in that particular area of the body that that chakra mm. is governed. So if you get a crystal that can help you balance that chakra, then that can also help you balance your energy and also bring health. That's my story. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there are other stories out there for crystal (laughs) healing. But that's how it makes sense in my worldview. I agree with that. So I think they're great for chakra balancing and healing and energizing. I also for me, using crystals for healing, it's more about healing deep spiritual wounds. Mm than about, oh, I have a cough. So I'm going to hold, I don't know. Tiger's eye. Opal. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I feel like a cough would be a brown stone for some reason. Because of the phlegm? Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. That's what it just is for me. If I have a cough, I'll go for tiger's eye. Do it. Yes. That's what we've learned. Also, want to just put a big caution out there for people. If you are ill, please See, see out a doctor. Medical professional. See a doctor. Yes. And and you and then add on to that alternative. Exactly. Amp it up. This is your booster shot. Use yes. your booster. Crystals should not be used solely by themselves for major medical issues. Don't use them to cure your cancer. 
Don't use them to cure your depression or cure your COVID or anything like that. If it is a potentially life-threatening illness or disease, please seek medical attention first. Do you find a lot of people who go to crystals and don't seek medical attention? Oh, this is such a loaded topic for me because I used to be an acupuncturist. And there are a lot of people who are very, very, very anti-Western medicine. And they will literally do everything in their power to not see a doctor, including using crystals instead of seeking medical attention. And that that can lead to potentially deadly consequences. Got it. There, There's a woman that I saw who had cancer and you could literally see the cancers, cancerous growths all over her. I mean, she had lumps, cancerous okay. lumps all over her body and it did not start off as skin cancer. Got it. And so she had seen a medical or quote, a quote medical professional who was like, oh, we can cure your cancer with these crystals. Got it. Don't do that, folks. Don't do that. And there, there are a lot of products out there that you can buy for exorbitant amounts of money that are like, oh, use this. If you sleep on this product, your health problems will be fine. Your blood will be cured or whatever. Like the zapping device that my yes. ex-boyfriend gave me. Yes. So again, I don't want you to be duped by somebody who is peddling snake oil in the form of crystals. So just think about, can you truly afford whatever product they're selling? And if you can't, don't try it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so that's that's kind of my soapbox. I could talk about it for hours. Yeah, I'm glad that you did talk about that. And I'm glad it wasn't for hours. <laughs> but I'm glad that you talked about it. Because, yeah, because that's right. You, you had been in acupuncture, so you've seen a lot more than I haven't. I mean, I was raised by a nurse. So I tend to be like a little bit on the other side because I'm like, you know what? Not everything needs to be solved by a pill. Right. You know, because I feel like that's the other side of things is they just want to give a pill for everything and not look at what the other underlying cause is, which for me right. is usually around like diet or exercise or self-care or something along that line. So anyway, thank you for going into that. Yeah. And if if you are having health issues because of something like diet or self-care or whatever, lifestyle issues, if you want help changing habits, crystals can help you with that. Mm. So storing the intent within a crystal. So to store intention or energy in a crystal, you would just hold it in your hand and look at it and say, I want to stop eating sugar or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to stop smoking or I want help exercising, whatever it is that you your intentions are. You can just say that and and imagine those words and that energy going into the crystal. Because here's the thing that I believe about health issues um, and actually everything in the material world, it originally starts on the energetic level or the thought level, and mm -hmm. then becomes comes into the physical level. So for example, like stress, if you're constantly stressed and stressed and stressed, because of what's going on inside of you mentally, that eventually then bleeds into the physical level and you have heart problems, or you have right. some other disease or other issues. And so that's why when we talk about crystals and healing things, it's about helping you, you do you absolutely need to take care of what's going on in the physical realm. 
Absolutely. But mm -hmm. then also, if you need to take care of what's going on on the mental, emotional, energetic realm as well, because if you only address the physical, you're often not dealing with whatever the root causes. And that's why like meditation is something that more and more is found. Like you need to deal with your high blood pressure. You need to meditate because right. you need to calm the fuck down. And that's where for me, like healing on an on a spiritual level comes in where mm -hmm. it's very esoteric <laughs> talking about healing on the spiritual level, but we all get spiritual wounds that sometimes carry over from a past life and they yep. are usually caused by traumas. Um, and they're not just psychological. Mm -hmm. They go deeper than that. Mm -hmm. And they're things that, that kind of damage your, I mean, not damage your soul, but kind of make things dent more difficult it. for your soul. Yes. Dent your soul. It dents your soul, but you can like, Fix the dent. Yeah. I mean, you can buff it out, buff but you have dent. to You have to buff it out. You have to do it. Get a crystal. <laughs> Get a crystal to buff the shit out of your soul. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just think that, like, crystals are much more attuned to the spiritual level than yes. they are to the physical level. Yes. Which is funny because they're a physical thing. Right. Hmm. Magic. Magic. <laughs> Magic. Magic. <laughs> you know, we have some audience questions. Oh, before we get into our audience questions, there is kind of one other thing that I do want to bring up. And this is another little soapbox. This one's oh, it's going to be sure to talk about. Okay. Talk about ethically sourcing crystals. I knew you were going to talk about it because it's a bullet point. That's right. <laughs> Our agenda. It's like, we didn't get to that. And you're like, I've got a soapbox. I'm like, ethically sourcing. Go, Rosalie. Give us your PSA. So the PSA is that many crystal mines across the world are horrible to their workers. And in, in the United States, you're probably not going to encounter that. So there's a lot of mines in the United States. But the, the problem with using crystals that are mined by people who are poorly treated is other than the ethical implications is that that crystal is going to store their pain. That crystal is going to store that negative energy. And it's much harder to clean. It's harder to cleanse something that's been the source of pain, mm -hmm. right? So that's something to really keep in mind. It can be difficult to figure out where to source ethical crystals from. And so that's why I personally, like I said, mentioned before, I like to use woopdx.com because I know that the owner has done the work to find crystals that are ethically sourced. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's just something to keep in mind. If you find something super cheap on Amazon, it's probably not the best. Well, and the other thing I wanted to throw in, there besides, you know, I do want to underline not just that the stones are going to hold the negative energy, which is absolutely completely true. But I, I think when we're talking about anything, when it's stones or anything in the world where people are treated badly in order to get you a product, mm -hmm. you have to remember that you are then putting your energy, right? Because money is energy. You're putting your yep. energy into supporting that. And that's not who you want to be in the world. No. You, and, and it's not, it certainly isn't what those want. people want to experience either, right? right? And you want to do what you can to help lift us all up on a glorious pedestal. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like I needed to end strong on that one. Yes. Well, your soapbox is a glorious pedestal Apparently. and mine is just a soapbox. And 
I don't even know what a soapbox is. I assume it's a box that once held soap. Yeah, I think that's exactly (laughs) what it was. It was like a crate. Okay, yeah, a crate. Anyway, glorious pedestal for Jillian. Crate with little soapy residue for (laughs) Rosalie. That's taken care of. (laughs) Okay, now let's get into some listener questions. Yes, we have audience questions. And just as a reminder, for those of you who don't follow us on Instagram and Facebook, we like to put out a teaser about like what episode is going to be coming up in a couple of weeks and ask people for their questions. So if you aren't following us on social media, please do. Shit My Soul Says. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're doing shit out in the world. (laughs) Socially. And you can also email us with any of your questions about woo shit. Uh, we will not answer them if they're not related to the question that we're talking about that week, but we will hopefully be able to get to it at some point. Yes, we always appreciate interacting with our listeners. So Yay. on that note, what makes a crystal different from just a plain old rock? Nothing. <laughs> Maybe they're prettier sometimes. I mean, I think rocks of any variety have energetic properties and some of them are going to feel better to you and some of them aren't but granite has its own properties that's just a rock lava rock has properties it's just a rock right they all they all just have their own thing what do you think jillian i think i agree i think my biggest differentiator is just some are prettier to look at some you might want to wear as jewelry some you might not want to wear as jewelry Yeah. And I mean, the only other thing is that, you know, when you have rocks, a lot of times they're a mishmash of different substances. Mm. And a lot of times crystals are more pure, although that is not the case universally at all. But typically you can, you can have kind of mishmash blends and those mishmashes might have energetic properties that sort of cancel each other out mm. or they might make it less easy to work with. Mm. So just use your gut. If a rock feels like a good rock, it's a good rock. Yeah. I think that's really the takeaway from this entire episode. <laughs> if a rock feels like a good rock, it's a good rock. <laughs> and there's our title that's the i think that is our title actually (laughs) so one of the things that we've been talking about is like if it feels like a good rock right Mm -hmm. here's a question can i train myself to feel the different energies in each crystal they all feel like rocks to me where do i start because it's true like as i've gotten all these crystals i pick them up and it's like this one feels like I can energetically feel as I'm Mm -hmm. holding one of them, like maybe one of my chakras lights up, or maybe Mm -hmm. I just feel a little bit better. Because I'm tuned into that energy thing a little bit more. I wasn't always I worked on it. Yeah, I mean, I think you can learn how to do just about anything. Woo. We've been talking about that in various episodes, like the magic episode, Mm -hmm. we certainly talked about that. And I think If it's something that you really want to work on, I think what's important to do is to hold on to a stone, meditate with it, put it over your various chakras and see if anything happens. And it might not feel like something's happening immediately, but maybe you have some digestive issues and you put a a stone that's supposed to be good with digestive stuff and you put it over your stomach and like that helps to clear your stomach or your, your solar plexus chakra and your stomach starts to feel better or whatever, right? There's ways of playing with them. And the other thing is, if you think, oh, I like this purple rock and I want to use it for 
money because I think purple and money go together. Use it for money. It It's all whatever makes sense to you. Mm-hmm. And as far as going back to like, how do you feel the energies? I want to dovetail onto that a little oh, bit. Oh, yes, please do. Okay, thank you. It's something where I recommend starting is something that we're not really encouraged to do so much in our society. And that is to listen to your body. So as Rosalie Mm. said, like, hold it and meditate it, hold it and listen to your body. Just pay attention to how your body feels. Does something within your body start to tingle a little bit? Hold the rock up to different areas of your body. Do you feel any different? Do you have any different sensations? Just listen to what your body is trying to tell you because it's that's where a lot of the communication comes in through is through the physical body. And also not just your physical body, but like your thoughts that mm-hmm. filter through, right? Like, so you might have like a casual thought that kind of floats through your brain and we're taught, oh, just ignore those thoughts that kind of filter through. Don't ignore those thoughts, right? If you're holding on to something and a thought comes through your head of like, oh, this would be really protective. Guess what? It's really protective. There you go. And also listen to your feelings. If you're holding a crystal Mm -hmm. and you start to feel calmer, Mm -hmm. it's it's a calming crystal. If you start to feel energized, it's an energizing crystal. Yes, I love that. Definitely listen to your emotions too, because your emotions are kind of the bridge between your physical and your spiritual. Yes. Right? So emotions can tell you a lot. Another thing that we're told not to listen to our emotions quite so much, particularly if they're not happy ones. Another thing I do want to add is that sometimes you're going to encounter a crystal and you're like, I hate this. Get rid of it. Yeah, get rid of it. It might be because it has negative energy associated with it, or it just might not resonate with your energy. Yeah. You don't need that shit around. You don't need that shit around. You know, Jillian talked about malachite being a really good healing crystal. I hate malachite. Get it away from me. Got I don't it. want it in my presence. I just, I, it gives me the, the heebie-jeebies. Ooh. Ooh. That gave me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, when I was a teenager, we were all really, me and my friends were all really into malachite. I have no idea why. But like Malachi was like the hip thing amongst me and my friends, because that's the kind of weirdo nerds I hung out with in high school. (laughs) Most other people that I've met are like, you don't like Malachi? What's wrong with you? Mm. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing is wrong with me. It just doesn't jive. That's not your jive. So the next audience question is, what crystals are used for healing? I should have researched that one. Oh, I've got an easy answer. All of them. <laughs> All of them are used for healing. <laughs> All of them are used for healing. I mean, honestly, Google literally any crystal and you will find a crystal website that's like, this crystal is used for X, Y, and Z. And it's like, oh, this one cleanses your kidneys. And this one, this one is good for your lungs. Yes. And this one is good for your heart. So you can literally use any crystal for healing. But again, it's that our story is that it's for that deeper level of healing. Mm-hmm. When we keep talking about like Googling this stuff, and I've got a little adorable crystal story to share. Oh, I love adorable crystal This stories. is totally adorable. So my best friend has a son who's like, I think he's about nine or 10. And he's mm-hmm. a little wizard. He's <laughs> a little wizard. He's he's he want he was like, Magic is real. And, you know, my best friend isn't, you know, she's like, that's fine, but that's not her thing. Like, she's, she's, that's not her thing. Um, But he was like looking through all of their books to try to find a spell book because he was sure that there was a spell book. (laughs) 
Anyway, so he found out recently that crystals had magical properties and he lost his shit over it. Because <laughs> he already had like a few. And so like she showed me, she sent me a picture. She's like, oh, goodness. He's on the internet. He's looking up all of the different stones. He cre- He's nine. And he mm-hmm. created a whole little sheet of like all of the different stones and the different properties. And they go out walking and he'll point at a rock. He'll be like, that's a jasper. And he'll be like, that's an opal. And and, and this probably isn't actually a jasper and opal, but he's just like, that's what that is. He is like <laughs> all about crystals. And I love it so much. That is so cute. Crystals are fun for kids too, right? I, I also think yes. back to your woo that you mm-hmm. had shared quite a while ago with your son and how he gravitates towards crystals. Yes, he he calls moonstones his rockstone mountain. <laughs> oh, that's the best. <laughs> And yeah, he if if he's if we can't calm him down, sometimes, you know, having him hold on to a moonstone can really help him to just get to a better mental place. That's awesome. Well, you know, and kids are really into like fidget stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Right. My niece has a whole box of fidget stuff she showed me. And I love the idea of I you know, I said this earlier, but I do love the idea of using a crystal as sort of a fidget thing. Because I like to do that. I like to hold and, and touch. Like that's what I'm doing right now with mm-hmm. my gigantic rose quartz. Some crystals come in what's called like a worry stone. Yes. So it's like polished on two sides and it's thin and it's just something that's palm sized or like a palm stone is another mm-hmm. way that it's sometimes called. And you can kind of hold on to that and fidget with it. I have one that's Labradorite, which is one of my very favorite stones. And I had it at my job when I used to work there in person. And if I was frustrated or anything, I would just grab that Labradorite and just fidget with it and it helped. Yeah, I wonder how I mean, I think it's such a common thing that we just don't even think about it. Oh, totally. I love it. Go get a stone to put in your pocket and just rub when you need to rub something. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe take the stone out of your pocket before you start rubbing. (laughs) Because people are going to get the wrong impression. If you're a pocket (laughs) rubber, (laughs) do it. (laughs) you can also do the same thing with jewelry if you don't want to have a stone in your pocket or you don't have pockets because women's fashion is stupid i've been fidgeting with my moonstone ring that you probably Mm -hmm. can't see because i don't even know where the camera is (laughs) but yeah so you can definitely have something on you at any time yeah I also have one that I got at a New Agey metaphysical fair that's a bracelet that has really cool. It's got a stone for each one of your chakras. And then the rest of it is like lava rock so that you can put essential oils into it and (gasps) absorbs it. That's great. Cool. I'll see if I can't find it and link to it in the show notes. Oh, that's so it, cool. It is really cool. It is really neat. It's And it's pretty, too, because it's like the rainbow colors mm-hmm. of stones. You got them all <laughs> on your wrist. And then you can fidget with that. Or use it as like a, like a thing to do your prayer beads if you wanted to do that. Or your meditation beads. Yes. Uh, so one thing that we haven't really mentioned, and I think it's important just because when we're dealing with crystals, quartz is... Yes. If you don't have any other crystals and you want to get started with crystals, doing crystal magic, crystal healing, crystal whatever, get a clear quartz crystal. It doesn't matter whether it's a point, a tumble, 
uh, or whatever. A cluster, they come in all sa- different shapes and sizes. Quartz is kind of like this just powerful, almost neutral stone. And I will say that when you heard crystals, most likely it's that crystal that came to mind because that's what you see out in the media. When we talk about crystals, it's usually the quartz crystal. Right. And quartz is just clear. Um, it'll usually have like inclusions of, you know, there'll be cloudiness or whatever, but you can use that for literally anything. You could use it as a magic wand. You can use it as a magic wand. Okay, let's do our tarot reading. Let's do our tarot reading. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Do it. Men with sticks. I got <gasps> men with sticks in skirts. <laughs> That's what I got. I did the Rider Weight Tarot again. And um, this time I got the Five of Wands. And so it's a group of what looks to me like young men that are fighting amongst each other with these sticks. Although it also kind of looks like they're playing. Mm-hmm. So when I saw it, it kind of felt like playing at fighting. That's what it read to me. Although normally that's not the interpretation of this card. Normally they, mm-hmm. it's about like conflict. But for me, the feeling was kind of like playing at conflict. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So I used the Antique Anatomy Tarot. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, check um, that one out. It's got great images of like skulls and hearts, like anatomical hearts. But I got the magician. So there's like a spine and a hand with its muscles exposed because it's antique anatomy, right? Yeah, the magician. So the thing that I really got with this particular card today was manifestation. Mm-hmm. This is a great time for manifestation. That's that's really all I got. And I don't know how that relates to the conflict card. So if you've got something. I got something. Fantastic. I What I have is that if you have conflict in your life, and maybe this is personal right now for me because I've had a crap of a day yesterday. But if you have conflict in your life, it's it's artificial. You're manifesting it. Oh, I like it. I mean, I don't like it, but... Because when I saw this, it felt like they were playing at... Like, it wasn't real conflict. Mm -hmm. They were playing at conflict. So this idea that whatever is this conflict in your life, it's not very deep. Okay. It's artificial, and you can manifest something else. You can manifest... You can manifest the stick gets pulled out of the fight. I like it. Pull your sticks out. Pull your sticks out. (laughs) And I look at this and it makes me think of breadsticks. I think it's just because I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) So pull your sticks out. Give yourself a little pocket rub. Yes. (laughs) Sticks and rubs. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's our episode. Thank you so very much for listening. Thank you. We love you. We do love you. And please check out our social media and our website. ShitMySoulSaysPodcast.com, where you can sign up to be on our newsletter and not only get the episodes delivered to you, but also our blog posts and other events and announcements and things that come out. And again, I'm going to plug our Kofi website, ko-fi.com slash shit my soul says there are two episodes that will never be published yes that were the first two we ever recorded and there's little 
bits and blurbs. And there's even a little bit about Ostara up there now. Yeah. And if you liked hearing us sing, there's more of that. Oh, there's so much more of that. Oh, yes. So, yeah, check that out. Um, We would love your support because it costs money to run a podcast. Yeah. So every little thing helps us enormously. It's definitely one of those where like $5 actually means a lot to us. It really does. So, yeah. And I think that's all of our. That's all our woo shit. Woo shit. So do your woo. Do your woo. And tell us, what shit does your soul say? Yes, what shit does your soul say? Bye! Bye.